Hi, I'm Cameron, and I don't just read comics, sometimes I watch them. This is a bonus episode of Cameron Reads Comics, where my friend Jesse and I are going over Falcon and Winter Soldier, episode number five. Just a heads up, there's going to be complete spoilers for episode five of Falcon and the Winter Soldier. If you have any questions, make sure you submit them to us by Sunday night, and we will make sure that they are on the air answered. Make sure to subscribe to my YouTube, Twitter, and Instagram accounts, as well as clobber that like button and leave us a five-star rating interview on iTunes. Now, let's talk about Falcon and the Winter Soldier, Episode 5. I'm good. How are you? I didn't think you asked me how I am. I did not. But how are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm 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 excited about like oh my gosh all the potential. Like as I'm watching as I'm watching this episode, I was like thinking about the you know the really the future of the MCU and like it's really ramping up and it's all really exciting right now. I agree with you. I was thinking of so many different things during this episode of uh, where they could go. Yeah, yeah, so many things. You know, afterwards, after after this episode, we're gonna do a brief recap of the Shang Chi trailer, Shang Chi trailer that just dropped this morning. We record these on Mondays, so that's gonna happen. Oh, like today? Yeah, the one that dropped today. No, I mean we're gonna do that today at the end of the yeah, episode. Yeah, just a All quick right. little two minutes on Shang Chi. Um, the trailer was only two minutes. You should go watch it. Yeah, first and foremost, thought we were doing go watch Shang Chi, but also then come back and hang out with us. Okay, Jesse, so this episode was a lot... I don't want to say it's so different, because the series has been consistent, but like action-wise, it wasn't quite there, but that's because we know that all the gnarly stuff is going to be in the next episode. Yeah, this <clears throat> this episode was quite a different feel than the previous four. Yeah, there's, sure. a, there's a lot of payoff in this episode, too, though, which <laughs> I really appreciated. And, you know, I... I um. I heard a couple people talking and I read a couple of things that they, they thought that this was the worst of the, of the five episodes because the pacing was slower, but I d disagree. I completely disagree a lot. I mean, yeah. the, like the weight of this episode and everything that was going on. I don't know if it went over some people's heads. I get, I don't know how it could, but yeah. I mean, it was, I thought it was great. Yeah. Same here. Same. I'm, I'm actually very surprised people are feeling that way because I, I think this is top two episodes for me. Yeah. It, you know, I just read a couple of reviews that they thought the pacing was off and it slowed down. It, you know, it, it start it opens with a fight. I mean, you get your you get your action right off yeah. the bat. Yeah. But yeah. there was so many good things and you don't need 45 minutes of pure action to make the show a winner. And this was a great episode. Yeah. OK, so just diving in. How did you feel about the fight between John Walker and Sam and Bucky? Oh, uh, man, just watching john walker walk into that warehouse and like you know have the serum still affecting his brain kind of and his ptsd yeah. like kicking in and like it was shot so well him kneeling in the, the the sunshine yeah you know it was just it was really a beautiful scene before they started fighting it was shot like that's the one thing i noticed upon rewatch the way that was shot was beautiful that was great 
yeah, it was great. I, I mean, it was v- very purposefully done. Obviously, yeah. you know, you know when it, But um, the fight was. I liked the fight. The sequence, yeah. Honestly, that I liked. I liked the fact that he was. You know, we really see now because the last episode was kind of just like, oh, we're dropping the news that he has taken the serum, mm-hmm. and this one is like, oh, we got to see him as a soldier. You know, because he was a great soldier before that, and he was a capable fighter. The rest. And then now it's like, oh, we're not seeing him as a capable soldier. We're seeing him as, or we are seeing him as that with the serum to make him that much more of a threat, which makes sense to why, like, Bucky couldn't just take him out on his own. Right. And I I, I was struggling with how I felt with the fight as I was watching it because I'm like, man, John is really strong. <laughs> like, this fight is two-on-one, and while Sam's not enhanced, I mean, he should, you know... It, they didn't make Sam weak either. Like he had yeah. a great sequence when he shot the cable at him and pulled him across the floor. It was a, it was a good fight sequence. Yeah. You know, it's crazy too, is like, uh, the way that they're shot, sh- mm-hmm. I was going to say the way that they're shooting it or the way they shot it either, or, um, the way they shot it, uh, I, I felt like a lot of like, weight within the shield and i i know i'm behind on that because i know that they're saying that it's been a theme of the entire series is who the shield goes to what it means and the thing that kind of made the most sense to me and i just it blew my mind was the fact that the shield had been like obviously a shield captain america shield is was used for protection mm-hmm. john has now tainted that thing and turned a weapon for an item for protection into a weapon and that's why i was like I was like, oh, I didn't know how I felt about them taking the shield away, but also it was like totally, no, he needs to do that, and they're the only ones who are going to step up and do that. And mm-hmm. they're in the fight. There's so many scenes where it's like, ooh, or there's a when they all end up on the ground and the shield's like perfectly in between all of them, right? Because these this thing means so much to each of these people. Mm-hmm. It just kind of blew my for mind for different reasons as well. Exactly, and like, I don't know. I'm just so excited for Sam moving forward. Uh, because I think I think we all know that he's going to have the shield now, you know. Yeah, and it was nice to see them all use the shield in that fight as well. Yeah, and then it ended super brutal, and it was f- glorious. And it and it made sense too, because like the only way they could get the shield from Walker is to break his arm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, man, Bucky broke his arm. I was like, Wait, uh, d- d- yeah, Bucky broke it. Yeah, yeah, well, I think yeah, he was being held there. Or did Sam part. break it? I think Bucky was holding him, and Sam broke the arm. Yeah, Sam broke his arm. Yeah. Um. But it was like both. You're not wrong either way. Um, it that kind of made how okay. I guess going from there, how do you feel about the ramifications that Walker was facing, like under trial and under the rest? I want to say one thing before I really get into that. As much as they make you hate John Walker, mm-hmm. Wyatt Russell was the MVP of this episode. Yeah, yeah, he was so good. Wasn't he? Yeah, like, yeah. Like, just him in the warehouse and him, like, kind of raging, talking to Bucky and Sam, and then him in the Senate talking about how he's the soldier that the government made. Yeah. They made him. They made him. They trained him. He's just doing what they wanted him to do, but his acting was so good in that scene. Yeah. I loved it. I, think I hate right him. I love Wyatt Russell as as an actor in this. He was so good. He was better than anybody else this, this episode. Yeah. I believe. Um, but what was the question? How were the ramifications How, of that whole thing? How do you feel about like you know, yeah, him being at a trial, him being at the trial? Like I said, I love I, that was a great scene. Um, it, it, I don't want to get off, like, I get it. you know, but it really reminded me of the Tyrion scene 
in uh, Game of Thrones. If you've seen oh, it on before trial. on trial, it was the same, and and he was great in that scene as well. It was very reminiscent of of that. The emotion yeah. and the weight that was going on in both those scenes was kind of you know very parallel with each other. Yeah, I feel like him. That was that was the scene where like I, th- what they're portraying him as is he is a product of you know the the faults within the United States military. There's no there's no knock on the military here, but it's saying like with the faults he he is a he is a, a, a he he's he, a product of what they've made. Yeah, exactly. And so then the way I'm thinking about it in my head is like a total pun. I'm like he is an agent of the United States. Like that's what happened, and so thus he is now in my head U.S. US agent. agent. Yeah. yeah. So. For sure, and I'm just gonna jump boop all the way to the end credit scene when he's remaking the shield, yeah. his U.S. agent shield, right? Yeah. But yeah, coming back, yeah, he he's stating that you're right, you're correct. He is a product of the United States government, which makes him mm-hmm. the perfect U.S. agent. Which I mean, I was thinking this whole. I'm thinking it like you know, I'm I'm just thinking that Zemo going to the raft. Right. Yeah. They straight up said they're taking him to the raft. He's going to have access to other villains. They're going Thunderbolt, right? Yes. The- I I need to apologize to Jesse because we had a conversation earlier this week where you said the leader of the Thunderbolts is uh, Zemo, and I was like, no, it's General Ross. And I think Ross was probably still he probably- has a hand in creating them somehow. Yeah, but I I was reading the Wikipedia page because yeah. I was trying to get more background on some of the characters in this episode. You are definitely right. Zemo definitely is the leader. Yeah. And they reject him, and that's, I guess, their first arc of that series. Yes. Yeah. Right? They, tr- they end up turning on him, right? Yeah. We'll, yeah. we'll gladly get into that if you guys want, but yeah. No. Well, I, I just was thinking real quick that, I mean, as I'm watching, and that's why I had to watch it a second time, the kids are asking me questions, and the Thunderbolt thing's going through my head, because uh, it's like, it could be Zemo, it could be, uh, uh, what's the witch lady's name? God dang it. From <laughs> Vision? Uh, Ag- Agatha? A- yeah, it could be Agatha. Oh they, yeah, Agatha. They already introduced her. You know, I was having a discussion with a friend, and he's like, they could use Ghost from the Ant Man movies. She'd be a perfect. Is she dead? No. Okay. The I've, yeah. Remember yeah. how she was the villain of the movie, yeah, like yeah. halfway through, and then you realize that she really wasn't. Yeah. The villain. She'd be good, right? John Walker. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. No. And there's more. There's like you know who they're gonna bring in. They're bringing back in is uh, Abomination. Sure. Yeah. She. He. I guess he's going to be in the She-Hulk series. Which is yeah. Really Abomination. Cool. Oh my god. John Walker. These people that they've introduced that might not you know have their own show, but should be in the Marvel universe at some capacity. Zemo. Hundred percent for sure. That's not the last we've seen of him. Oh yeah. He's too good. It, like I think you know, to the, you know. Uh, Positive uh, rewards of Daniel Brühl. I like love his Zemo. It's I think he's a Loki level character, like uh, charismatically and like you know. Uh, I think he's kind of our next Loki. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that I I think that answered kind of one of your questions was like, what did I think about the Wakandans yeah. taking him? I mean, if it ends, if it leads to you know a Thunderbolt payoff, that's great. But I, I also how what how did you like that scene between them? What do you mean, him and... Between him and uh, Bucky, where Bucky put the gun in his face and you thought he was going to shoot him in the forehead? Yeah, it makes me think of the last time that... uh, Like, right before he aired on the series, where uh, Sam was just like, oh, you want to be in a room alone with that guy? (laughs) Yeah. And I think it was a very, very great beat. It was a necessary thing that needed to happen because Bucky was... Nobody else was there. It was him by himself, on his own terms, visiting the memorial and... Where you know exactly where he knew he'd be, and then um, 
that being the case, they, they just had like a beat where he couldn't get in his head anymore. I think Bucky got some of his closure. Yeah, and in that scene as well, like when Z, when Bucky raises the gun and goes to pull the trigger, Zemo is fully accepting yeah. of his demise. He's like, all right. He was basically like, go ahead and pull the trigger, man. Yeah. You know what? I don't I, think he knew he wasn't going to kill him. I thought he was going to, I think he thought he was going to kill him. Yeah, absolutely. But you know, it's so, <laughs> the best part of all of it, and this is like, oh, like why we love Zemo, but also why we hate Zemo, is that he said, I forgive you to Bucky. I forgive you, and I've, Taking the liberty of crossing myself off the list. Yeah, and it's like, like no hard feelings, buddy. Oh my gosh, I'm like you have ruined his life. There's no like I forgive you. Like, what did, I don't. I understand how the Avengers, as an institution, have wronged Zemo, and that's you know where he's going forward. I don't understand how Bucky has wronged Zemo, and so right. um, he was just the. I was like that was like oh I hate you. And that was part of my favorite things um, from the last episode too, when Sam told Bucky, "Don't let him do the head tilt thing." Yeah. As Zemo's yeah. doing the head tilt thing, and when he says it, he corrects himself like, "Oh shit, I'm doing the yeah. head tilt thing, man." Uh, it was I, just little things like that that you yeah. might miss yeah. until you watch him again. You're like, God, this is so great. The writers are so great. They are so great. Okay, uh, going back to the courtroom scene with John Walker. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we need to get back there. Afterwards. Yeah, afterwards. There, You told me this week that there's going to be a special a, a cameo. Cameo, right. Um, None of us, I thought, I don't think I saw one person call that one. No. I had a bunch of different things I thought it was Yeah, we be. thought it was going to be Daredevil and, you know, a Kingpin potentially and all these other things. So why don't you go ahead and explain this one? Because I, even after watching that scene yeah. and seeing her come through, I still was like, I don't know who that is. Yeah, but also, ooh. Okay, so in this episode, Julia Louis-Dreyfus came in and pretty much grabbed uh, John Walker post his trial and says, like, hey, I'm going to call you, and the best decision of your life will be answering the call. She hands him a business card that has, like, it doesn't have anything on it. There's nothing on the card. But it's like, that's so freaking baller. It's <laughs> so, so baller, and she's like, my name is Valentina. Valentina, I got... You gonna, it's like 10 names. It's it's a... Uh, Valentina Allegra de Fontaine. Okay, so... And she says, you can call me Val, but don't call me Val. Just do it in your head or something. Yeah. <laughs> Which was so good, man. I, she's like, you can call me that, but don't do not do it. And she's like, I'm sick. She's like, her, her first name, but even before all that, is like Contessa, da 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 Right. It's like, all right. Um, So with her, her, it, it's interesting because she is a character from... I. The Jim Steranko Nick Fury run because Nick Fury had his own comic for a long time, like sure. spy espionage books. Right. Um, from what I read, and this is what I how I think it's lining up, and it makes me so glad she appeared in this series because I really do like this villain. Um, she is she was a shield agent. She actually fell in love with Nick Fury. They were together. Da, da, da. Yeah. And they I, had a relationship, right? Yeah. And I think there's still room for them. Of course. Basic because I'm like, wait, Julia Louis-Dreyfus, Sam Jackson, they're not too far from age. I mean, they, you know, what's surprising is Samuel Jackson is way older than you think he is. Yeah. But he just looks fantastic. Yeah. And it, it would work. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Agreed. And so, uh, she long story short became eventually Madam Hydra, which is crazy because they have a, I was, it all makes sense that she would appear in the show because with, with the ties to, uh, Madripoor, mm -hmm. that's very much something that Madam Hydra is a part of, but there, there's, 
like Captain America, like Batman, like Robin, there's a million representations of the same character and people that have taken up these monikers. Sure. She's not the first Madam Hydra. And that's why I was waiting for them to introduce someone named Viper because that is the kind of flagship Madam Hydra. And eventually, uh, Valentina Fontaine becomes that character. And I think that they're kind of like Scott Lang Ant-Man and Hope Van Dyne. They're kind of skipping over some stuff and they're just going to make her Madam Hydra. And I'm so down for that because it's in the comics, you know, Red Skull comes back and he is Red Skull still in Alexander Lucan's body. Da da da. And we all know where Red Skull's at. Yeah, but he's like, it's like they can't do that. And that's fine. But I think to instill and, uh, I think there's room for Hydra to still be up to something. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I think that she is going to be now that new uh, central character that we can follow. I, I don't think we're going to see any of her stuff pay off, obviously, in the series. They're not going to do it in one episode. No. My next. I, honestly, I probably. We, I don't think that she'll even be there unless she's in, in like a credit scene. Yeah, post credit scene or mid. With Fury, which would be great. And yeah. it could it establish that, like, you know, relationship that they probably don't have anymore, but they can touch on it and. Let yeah. you know that it was there. I think that she's, uh, I don't think she's going to go by the, I'm like, I don't know where she works for right now. Cause I think she, I think she'll, she either works for S.H.I.E.L.D. still or, or she's like full Madam Hydra. I, don't think I mean, she's telling John that he didn't do the wrong thing. She was like, Hey man, you did the right thing. Everybody would have killed that guy. Yeah. You know, too bad you didn't kill all of them. It's yeah. just the ties, the suits, the government, they got to do, they got to play by their rules. And so do you, and you, you didn't, but you better answer the phone when I call. Yeah, literally. And so it's like, I don't, I don't know how that's gonna stack up or what that's gonna lead to. But the way that she did it was so great because she wasn't menacing or coming off as a villain. She even her his wife, right? Yeah. John's wife is kind of like, who is this? And she like is like, sweetie, shut up. But then pays her a compliment. Yeah, yeah. You know, at the same time, so she's like, you know, kind of. It was just, it was a really, it was a really cool introduction. I didn't see it coming, man. That was great. Yeah, Madam Hydra. Being- but I was confused. I was like, who the hell? I'm gonna have to go look this up, buddy. And it's like, oh, I'm so, so glad that they can catch. I'm so glad we get surprises. Yeah. Like that. You yeah. know what I mean? I'm like, please just give me all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Because I want to be surprised by these stories. Like, I don't want to know what's going to happen every time. And so, okay. Which leads me to my next question. Um, ooh, how'd, so spinning out of that, they, they kind of on this episode sit down, you know what I mean? Kind of sit on their hands. And that's why there's a lack of action. They were kind of waiting. They wrapped up some, you know, tied up some loose ends on this episode. Like, we, how did you feel about specifically Sam and Isaiah's conversation? That was the most, um, like, meaningful scene, really, yeah. in the entire uh, show. Um, Isaiah talking about how he was treated and and the mission that he went on to save his men reminded me of in Captain America, the first soldier, whatever that movie's called, the first first Captain, first Avenger. When he goes and rescue rescues everyone, when they're like, Hey man, that's pretty much lost. And he goes anyways and does it. Isaiah is telling the same story. Like his guys are captured and the government's like, we're going to bomb this POW camp and we're going to just get rid of the evidence. And he said, my men aren't evidence. I'm going to go save them. And what did they do? They put them in jail. But it was it was it was such a Captain America thing, right? Yeah. So I'm glad if you were paying attention, they you know they it was like, you know, he is just such he was Captain America, but no one called him that. And that whole conversation, 
was was really nice to have with Sam because it showed you what Sam was thinking. And then you come to realize as the episode goes on why he didn't want the shield. Yeah. You know, um, but, I, you know, I, I mean, it's funny because you, you don't know what Sam's thinking in that in that conversation, because Isaiah is, is saying as a black man, you can't work for the government. You can't be Captain America. They want blonde hair, blue eyes, you know, pledge allegiance to the flag, my brother. Yeah. Is what he says to him. Right. Yeah. Like it was it was um. It was a sad scene. Like, I felt really bad for Isaiah. Yeah. You know? And, and it's also, you see, like, some people want to be like, oh, how could you feel that way about your country? And But his disdain for uh, the, his disdain for, you know, the flag and what America did to him. He's like, you don't think they'll kill me as soon as I, like, reveal I'm still around? I'm like, it's, I really appreciated that. And you want to think as he's talking, times have changed. And yeah. Sam says times have changed. But he is absolutely right. They would kill him whether it's 1960 or whether it's 2060. He is, they can't let that story out. And Sam wants to help him. And Isaiah's just like, man, leave it alone. The thing I find funny um, about that is he's like, no self-respecting black man would want to be Captain America even if they they gave it to him. Yeah. And you're like, well, (laughs) Sam's going to change that one. Yeah. And then two, your grandson is also going to become a, a version of Captain America. Yeah, and and when he comes on the scene, his grandson is literally just like, "Oh, I'm doing this be, because I'm honoring the first Captain America or whatever." Because I think he might have been on the scene before Steve was. Like they were experimenting with the serum. With the serum, and that's why he was put in. That's why he was put in jail and experimented on. Men. And it's tragic. It's and you you don't you know you you know you you're hundred percent. You're like yeah, uh, f- yes. Like no, I don't want to be. You know helped i want to stay dead i don't want anything to do with any of any of this at all like mm. like when you found me man i was just hanging out by myself like leave me alone yeah yeah it's it's crazy and like i i think that's why when when you said john walker stole the show i think that number two or in the same boat was isaiah this episode yeah of course that whole scene yeah. was done beautifully um yeah. i just i just thought the chops of yeah yeah russell in that instance Yep. He was slamming his fist on the on the table were great. But yeah, man, like that I don't know who the actor is for Isaiah. But like, you know, it was very emotional. Yeah. Him talking about his I don't know if it was his wife or his girlfriend, man, and not getting the letters. And yeah. you and you really feel for him. And so and so does Sam. And he's almost got Sam like swayed to the point of like, man, you're right. Like, fuck all of this. Yeah. Right. And he goes home and he talks to his sister about it. And and she she convinces him that things are different and and the thing that ultimately i mean i don't think ultimately sways him because he's already training was bucky apologizing to him and saying that he was he apologizes he apologizes not only for himself but he apologizes for steve as well yeah we didn't know the weight of the shield like what what it was gonna you know like how it was gonna how do how do you say this yeah you know giving the shield to a black man and just thinking here you're Captain America. That's not as easy as it is it yeah. needed to be. But Bucky didn't realize that until he, you know, spent that time there with him and Yeah. Also with that too is like the the character beats like I'm like that's why I'm like oh, this episode is so good. The character beats between Bucky and Sam was exactly what I needed like their their arc together and watching them. Like okay, so 
Bucky get you know apologizes does that, but then Sam is the the only one who can actually break through to Bucky and be like, oh by the way, like what are you doing, bro? Like you have not apologized or done anything. You're avenging and you need to make amends. Yeah, and it's like oh my like great, great scene and because again I think what you and I were talking about like several episodes ago was that we don't. We didn't want to see them like tongue in cheek, like you know, buddy cop movie the entire time. Yeah. Like, they've 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 grown from that and straight away from that. But it's a hint there, but it's not. You're seeing their like growth as characters. Yeah, and Bucky thanks him for it, and then they as they're walking away because he's like, "All right, peace." They have that moment where they're like, "We're we're still not partners." Yeah, yeah, yeah. not partners. We're just friends with the same set of friends or whatever it was. It was a great you know, 10 seconds of them poking fun at each other again. Yeah. And that's what, and that's the balance that we need that that Marvel does perfectly. But I'm like, I'm just so glad to see how they're doing what they're doing. It's just awesome. I also really enjoyed their bonding as they were working on the boat and Sam's like trying to, trying to pull off the railing and he's trying to fix the (laughs) engine and Bucky just comes up every time with his arm and he's just like, here you go. I'm strong. Yeah. And Sam's just like, motherfucker he's like, <laughs> just looking at him like okay thanks <laughs> thanks man <laughs> also i love bucky's flirting with his sister and sam was just like "Ugh, stop uh, it knock uh, it off so and bucky's like no i'm just saying hello like don't worry about it he's hey, like hey sarah yeah <laughs> and i'm like not not a suspecting couple but like i'm down for down it. for it dude um okay and then i'd i'd have to mention hannah brought up a great point to me i don't know if you noticed it when sam was training that his nephews started calling him Uncle Sam, Uncle Sam. I didn't notice that. I didn't notice that, but that is too perfect to not be like you Uncle know Sam. I mean? Exactly, not to be perfect. Yeah. So Hannah, I'm giving you a call out like while he's training, while he's running and stuff, and his his shield. Good tra- catch, Hannah. Yeah, I was like, I was like, she's like, oh, I didn't know if I was reading too far into it, and I was like, oh no, that's no. a little too perfect. Especially, yeah, totally. Especially during a training montage. Come on. It was a full blown Rocky. Like montage, right? Yeah. Like full blown Rocky Balboa montage. It was hilarious because he kept missing the shield. He kept missing it. He kept missing it. He kept yeah. missing it. He kept missing it until he didn't. And you were like, "Oh hell yeah, yeah!" And you knew exactly what was in that box. Yeah. Yes. But that- with that being said, right well, here, there's a present from the Wakandans. It's it's the Captain America Falcon suit absolutely but maybe a chunk of change too so he can pay off the goddamn boat yeah (laughs) like come on wakanda give me some money man right like come on i didn't even think about that um yeah no absolutely i think uh i think that i was gonna ask you what's in the box that's exactly what's in the box it's the captain america falcon suit and it's going to be glorious when he puts that bad boy on i'm like i love that they gave like i feel like this was the most overt falcon suit that he actually had like that we've seen him in thus far but he definitely needs a costume change okay so Two things. I know we can't go too long. Uh, my friend Hamby Mamby had a question, and he said, with Sam leaving the destroyed wingsuit with yeah. Torres, he's, he wanted to know if we thought that Torres would ever become a version of the Falcon. Um, I don't know. I don't, you know, okay. It's a so. great question. It is. I mean, a- he left him the suit. Torres is like, I'm going to fix this thing and throw it on. And again, that shows that shows growth within their relationship because remember when uh, Torres was messing with Red Wing and yeah. Sam's like, don't touch that. Yeah. And now he, now he left it with him. So uh, 
I don't want to. I'm not going to say never, obviously, but it's also like that's a li- Marvel knows what they're doing when they do something like that. Yeah, and so whether or not we see the payoff sooner, sooner or later, he's too old to be a young Avenger, right? Yeah, too old. Yeah, I, I want to. I mean, up. you're in the, you're in, you're in the Marines, which is fine. You, you can go when you're 18. He might, maybe he's like 20, but uh, yeah, I mean, he could be. Yeah, I, but also Carly is like 20 as well. Yeah, Carly's barely. I'm like, she's like, I'm a teacher. And I'm like, you're still in school, girl. Come on. Okay. That leads me to my next question is yeah. the obvious conversation between Batrock the Leaper. Am I saying that correctly? Yes, that was my next question. Batrock the Leaper and Sharon Carter, Carter, a.k.a. the power broker. Literally. But what is she doing? That means that she sent... <laughs> By she the way, Batroc, his name is George, which is George yeah. St. Pierre, because oh. then Carly calls him. She's like, George. I'm like, oh, they just named it just George. Yeah. Fine. That means Carly sent him the first time. Yeah. Because that conversation yes. they're yes. having, she's like, you know, no, like you, you failed me the first time. I'm going to give you a second shot and I'm going to pay you double. What is her agenda? Okay, wait. So for, for, I don't know if everyone caught that. So Sharon gets a phone call and she's speaking to a French man. I only caught it because it said Batrock on speakerphone. Yeah. Batrock is the okay, the villain that was in uh, Captain America Winter Soldier and then he the was first episode yep. fight. First episode air fight sequence. That's who that was. George so, St. Pierre. Yeah. George St. Pierre, Batrock the Leaper. We just found out Sharon hired him. Yes. So And he shows up at the end of the episode with Carly with weapons. So she, she I, I I just what's the agenda? What's Sharon's agenda? My my question is okay, same thing. I don't know what her agenda is because I still I still don't know if I quite believe she's a villain. I don't believe that she is, but that's what I'm. That's what I want to know. What is that? Why would she? What did she? She so if she hired him the first time in that very first episode, Batroc was trying to take a soldier mm-hmm. across the border for what gain? Right, just to lure Sam out. I don't know. Is that episode one? Um, I think that Sam. I don't know. No, I don't well, know. no, they're they're taking no, they're taking a soldier out of the like country because then they wouldn't have uh jurisdiction. Yeah, they're trying to cross like the Turkish border. Yeah, exactly. And so that's all I remember is that they wouldn't have jurisdiction. And so Sam, like for the sake of the United States, I came in and you know rescued the dude. Yeah, but if if Sharon hired Batrock to do that, like why? I don't know. Me neither. Yeah, no, I have no idea why. And then like And now she's hiring him to deliver weapons to the flag smashers? Yeah. So I think that she's the person that texted Carly. Oh, yeah, clearly. Carly obviously now so my I guess I don't know the answer to your question, but on top of that And I didn't really have a question. I was just like, I was just kind of like throwing it out into the ether. You're like, saying what what's we, on our minds. Yeah, like what's going on here. Um my question, though, do you, do you think it's going to be wrapped up by the next episode? Because I don't think it is. <sighs> da, 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 da. Mm. No, we're going to get a Falcon, John Walker. We're going to get a Captain America, U.S. agent fight scene. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I don't know if Bucky's going to be involved in that. He needs to be. He needs to be. should be, right? <clears throat> yeah. Whether he's fighting... Batrock or something or the flag smashers we're going to get closure with a, a portion of the story mm. whether it's the flag smashers being um disbanded 
I don't think that we're going to get the Sharon answer. I don't think we're going to. We'll get, we'll get a, a small answer, but it will not be closed. That's that's my biggest thing now with these shows especially is like, because I don't know, I don't think WandaVision has potential for a season two. I just don't think that's going to happen. I think her story is going to carry on in the films. And I'm not, I'm not, I think Bucky and Sam's stories are going to carry on in the films. But I think there's room within this series for a season two. Yeah. And so. Love it. And so that's that's the way. I mean, been... we, we're getting six hours. These are yeah. hour episodes, man. Yeah. So we we just got. If you want to think of it like that, we just got two movies mm-hmm. runtime basically of of Sam and, and and Bucky. Yeah. So it's, and I am all for another season. It's great. I think I think Please. I think there's that potential within these series, and so uh, I'm really excited about that. I'm just I think you know Valentina. I I am just trying to think of what are they trying to conquer and like. It wrap up in these next episodes because I just don't know, and so uh, it, uh, that's really where my mind's going. Okay, Jesse, last question though. Um, what would you rate this episode out of five? Um, I, I can't four and a half, probably. Oh my gosh, <laughs> four, wow, I, I, it's okay. Yeah, four and I half, did. Probably. I did the same thing last week. Yeah. I actually think I give this one a five. Yeah, because of all the payoffs within the relationships. Like we had the arc with the boat. We yeah. had mm-hmm. you know Bucky and Sam kind of growing in their relationship. Sam accepting his destiny, but also addressing the problems and the weight that comes with the shield. John Walker finally becoming U.S. agent. Like great stuff. Yeah, all around. Mm-hmm. And how's this? Oh wait, also how Bucky's coming back. Here's, I think Bucky is going to come to. Uh, <gasps> He's going to go to New York to make amends with the one old Asian man. Oh, of course. And then they're already going to be in New York. That's yeah, yeah, of course. Because he's that, that Bucky, uh, I'm sorry, Sam telling him that he needs to go tell people the truth. That's the obvious one that they set up in episode one. one. Yeah. That. And Bucky also says to the Wakandans, hey, she said, you might want to make yourself scarce in Wakanda for a little while. And he said, no problem. I get that. But I might need one more favor. Oh, I forget that. He did say I might need to call in one more favor, and I was like, oof, they're going to show back up and help fight? Or what's the favor? Could be, yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. The favor's the suit. Oh, okay. Right? Yes, The yes. favor's the suit. Okay. Oh, my God. I'm glad I just cleared that up in my own brain. We did great. You guys were on that journey with us. Okay, and so, <laughs> okay, so one quick announcement. We are not going to, this episode, next week's episode is not going to come out uh, on Tuesday. It is going to be the Wednesday episode of Camry's Comics. We are doing a Falcon Winter Soldier series review so it's not just gonna be episode six we're gonna talk about the entire series and so big announcement there and then now extra credit bonus content jesse and i both watched the shang chi trailer that just dropped how are you feeling you know me man i love kung fu karate i grew up on kung fu movies man i cannot wait it looks like marvel's version of crouching tiger hidden dragon or hero or any of those great films Oh, oh, it's going to be great. How do you like the mask on the villain? I'm like, I don't even know who the villain is. But I don't know who the villain is either, but I love me some ninjas. Yeah. <laughs> so like, let's do it. Ninjas, that- samurais, nunchucks. Give me some Bruce Lee shit. It looks awesome. Yeah, they're doing that like uh, fight sequence on the roof, like in the construction site, and you can see the lot, like the bright neon lights coming yeah. through that's just so freaky. but again man that like with this last episode they're they're touching on diversity they're touching on you know racism and making sure that you know 
the teams are going to like having an Asian character, yeah. a strong Asian character come in and and hopefully be part of if not the Avengers, at least the MCU. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great. That's amazing. I think it's going to with that with that movie and even the the cast they have. It is crazy rich Asians level like excitement. Yeah. And so um that cast I'm really excited for and I think that's uh you know, we only want it's to see the it. the same director, isn't it? I don't think so. From Crazy Rich Asians? No? No. Well, let's look it up. Let's figure it up right now. I mean, it, Disney definitely saw potential there with the um, the popularity of that movie, and they are capitalizing on that, but yeah, yeah bring, in, you know, bring in an Asian character, yes. Give me some karate shit, yes. Don't give me, <laughs> don't give me some karate shit with a white character. I don't want, you know, let, let's be... You know, let's let's be correct here. Yeah, no, I I, I totally agree with you. Oh my gosh, this director. Sorry, sorry is it? Uh, it's not. Okay, it's not. But he did Crazy Rich Asians, and he did uh, Justin Justin Bieber. Believe he did do Crazy Rich Asians. Yeah, he did. He did. Cra- oh, sorry, it wasn't. I was just looking up the Crazy Rich Asian director, and oh. then that's what I found. Okay. Anyways, he didn't say Shang Chi on this thing. You know, like the. Uh, they didn't really make a mistake with Doctor Strange having Tilda Swanson. Swinton. Swinton. <laughs> Tilda Swanson. Samsonite. <laughs> that was way off. Uh, I mean, she was great. She's yeah. a great actress that can be anything. Yeah. But her, her character was an old Asian man. Yeah, and they and they they knew they missed out there. Yeah. So and they totally did. Like, why cast a white woman in an Asian old Asian man's like duties like a fucking buddhist guru basically and yeah. he just straight up ch- changed it to her whatever we're already past that yeah hopefully they can make it up with this and the trailer looked action-packed yeah and full of kung fu they'll definitely make kicking. it up i need some more kung fu in my life so yeah. i'm excited for it i'm glad you're excited for it yeah. um already soon Jesse. too a couple months september yeah, not, barely yeah just right around the corner we have so much content coming mm. soon so you know what? What we lost in twenty twenty, we are so making up for. Oh, when I, uh, I know we're gonna run long. Whatever, it That's doesn't okay. matter. When I was looking up, uh, uh, Madame Hydra, it said that she, I think that she actually has a small part in the Black Widow movie too. Oh, she totally could. So, oh, that could be. You look know, out that, for that. If if there's not an actual scene with her, she, the, there's mention of her. Oh, I believe it. So we we still like everyone's to have an opinion. We still don't quite know when the Black Widow movie takes place. You know what I mean? Within Scarlett Johansson's MCU tenure, so there's totally room for them to like do a slow burn. Yeah. On, on that, and you know, at the end, oh, how's this? At the end of whoever the Taskmaster is, they could totally recruit that person for the Thunderbolts, who'd be like the Deathstroke of. Yeah, Taskmaster for sure. Yeah. Or even the other girl who's probably going to become the new Black Widow. Oh, her sister. Her sister, right? Yeah. She can be part of the Thunderbolts too. All of the above. All oh. of the above. Anyways, anyways, thanks, Jesse. And thank you guys for checking out our weekly Winter Soldier reviews, uh, Falcon Winter Soldier reviews. Uh, make sure to go follow me on Instagram, uh, Twitter, and YouTube. And if you're listening on YouTube, make sure to clobber that like and subscribe button. Um Alrighty, well, we will see you later. Thanks, Jesse. You're welcome. Bye. Bye.